Welcome to the family with Tevin Pibbin, Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt-Bernard, Mike Brandt, and Tommy. Tommy boy. That's all I have to Ooh. say. <laughs> or as Charles used to call in the KQ Morning Show, Uncle Tommy, how you doing? <laughs> they call me Uncle Tommy. We shall be right back, hour two, and in hour two, of course, we do have Kostaki Economopolis with the family. Live? We can again. Sure. Yeah, sure. live time. Another live one? Well, doesn't Doug go first? No, I just want to talk about Count Chocula. Count Chocula. <laughs> we'll just talk some more about Count Chocula. Yeah, you didn't get it this time, so. What's that? I didn't give it to you this time, the Count Chocula yeah, for present. Yeah, you stiff. So, uh, well, you got the ashtray. I did also get that. But the, it's big uh, enough to put Count Chocolate in and milk. That's got some size to it. It's sitting right there on the, on the, uh, I don't even, that's a cabinet. I know, down at, down in the TV room. Nice. We like it, man. So everything else is good? It's going along. People are starting, the courtrooms are starting to open up. So we'll hopefully, I mean, there's a lot of criminal trials in front, and then there's a lot of, uh, of residential issues with, um, uh, with uh, you know, landlord-tenant issues that the courts have to deal with. But, you know, we're starting to see courts opening up, and we'll start, hopefully, the the big thing will be what will happen with jurors coming back. You know, we'll, oh, yeah. who will come back. Yeah. When they tried to open up earlier, it was all teenage male guys. That was, that was well, of course, male. like um, So it was, that was the typical jury you got. And so we'll see if it expands and we get more people and how that works. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tommy, it's quiz time. Ooh, I love quiz time. Let me guess. Breck called and they want their diploma back. Easy. I earned that fair and square. In fact, it's right. Ah, well, look what you made me do. Sorry. So what's the question? So you've heard about the new car inventory shortages, right? Yeah, you've mentioned it about a million times. Guess how many 2021 rogues we have in stock at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan. Mm, seven. Close. The actual number is 209. A lot of Nissan dealers are really low, but we're in good shape for the next month or so. So there's no reason to hurry? That's not great messaging. How about don't dawdle? There's a word you don't hear often there, Monty Burns. Yeah, funny. Anyway, the all-new 2021 Rogue is a great vehicle, and we're lucky enough to have a bunch. We've got great leases, and they all come with Walzer Care, which is a 10-year warranty for free. But wait, there's more. Read this. Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan want your trade and will give you an extra $1,000. That's pretty cool. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or WalzerNissan.com for details. Moving soon? Tom Bernard here with my friend John Schwartz, co-owner of AAA Movers, local and family-owned since 1964. John, you and your staff do a lot more than just move. Tommy, we do. We move residential and commercial local and long distance folks love our decluttering service especially if you want to stage a home for a sale we can store your belongings while in between homes junk hauling with junk luggers including a service for items you wish to donate to the less fortunate and if you need to move your car we do that too and at a great price can it get any better yes it can mention tom bernard or kq and you'll receive a free moving box kit with every move and you'll save 50 bucks off junk removal with junk luggers your move is always triple guaranteed with AAA Movers. That's their price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. AAA Movers. You may not move every day, but they do. We've been waiting so long, so long, just 
up, but now we're back. <laughs> we're trying to get everybody, you know, Sorry. like Tevin and Alex to pipe down. We're trying so, to figure yeah. out. The jerk kid question. Back yeah. when I was coaching the boys in Little League, yes, we we had a team. They, they had two expansion teams, so I ended up coaching one of the expansion teams. I originally was just going to be a coach, but I ended up being the whole manager for the team. But first couple games, we got hammered. We lost by the 15-run rule. It was horrible Ooh. and stuff. Uh, so we go into the playoffs. My team came. They got better, though. We came, we came into the playoffs, <laughs> and I remember better. I'm up on the mountain getting everything ready, and this kid, one of my one of my uh, son's friends, comes up, and he's like, aren't you the team that we beat by 18 runs? Oh. Yeah. Well, Oops. So. Oh, yeah. Although Oops. showing how immature I am, and after after we beat them, it's like, yeah, we're that same team. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, jerk kid, but major jerk manager since I was the adult. <laughs> That'll happen. It'll happen. So that sprang into my head when you thought about jerk kids, because I still remember that little bastard coming up. I know. That's, yeah. like what I'm, <laughs> that's, that's really what nice. I'm worried about. With, so Fawn can, like, hold her own. She can, like... There was she's very little for her age, and is she? yeah, she's like she used Percentiles? to be in the first percentile. Okay, first wait, mm-hmm. yeah. wait, what first? Yeah, first she's is low. Yeah, that's yeah. like she's real little. It's very wow. very low. She yeah. is. She's tiny. Um, she's I think she's higher. She's definitely higher than the first now, but she was in the first yeah. percentile when she was two. Um, but she's still small. Anyway, and so I took her to, like, a mommy and me class, whatever, and, like, we would separate, and there was this big kid, and he went up to her, and she was playing with something, and he, like, ripped it out of her hands and looked at her, like, what are you going to do about it? And she ripped it out of his hands and threw it in his face and then looked at him, and she was, like, two and a half, and the teacher was like, she'll do just fine. And I was like, okay, sweet. And she can, like, she'll... Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't know. She's very self-assured and like tells people what to do, and she'll be fine. <laughs> but Sage, I'm like Just a little like nervous about sending him to school because I'm like, if there's some like jerk kid, I don't know. I feel like boys, little boys, can be more jerky. Yeah, he'll like, learn yeah. quick. I don't know. But it's like, but he's somebody. just, uh, but he's such a gentle little sweet boy. And I'm like, I don't want him to turn into like, you know. Yeah, gentle know. sweet boys. I feel like don't do well at a young age. I know. I'm school. like, I just, I don't know. I know. Well, sending him to school, I've always said that will ruin your kid really quick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I yeah, it. got to be better than like homeschooling with yeah. your child. Like, sort of a homeschool oh, kid. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. It really is. I think yeah. he'll be fine. He's got a sister who's been bossing him around. I think he'll figure it out. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. It's yeah. like when Andy and, and okay, so you're two years apart too. Yeah, and I remember and I, yeah. I've always been a very sensitive. I you're, take a special class in elementary school about learning how to deal with like other people being mean to people. Yeah, you were a very sensitive little thing. But oh. I remember one time you both wanted to go into the cozy coop. And Andy, of course, was bigger, so he got there first. So you pretended that you wanted to play with the ball. And so, of course, he left the cozy coop to go grab the ball from you. And you, like, got in the cozy coop, and you were like, there we go. I figured out how to deal with <laughs> People are bigger and faster right. than me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm not, and that's what I said. She'll be just fine. Yeah. I know. And, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see how he does. I'm a little, yeah. I talked about it with Dan yesterday. I was like, that's the only thing I'm scared about, sending him to school, that they're going to ruin him. 
He is, especially for a three-year-old. He's very sweet. He's so he is, yeah. Most like, three-year-olds are kind of little terrorists. Yeah. He can yeah. be terrorist <laughs> Like, I'll just be doing something super random, like wiping down the counter, and he'll be like, great cleaning, Mom, and just walk away. Well, just, just you like, kids say the most interesting things. Uh, they do, uh, they do. They, they mm-hmm. do come up with oh, some things that are to the quite... Point where I think it's fake. The other... <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's not. They the other night I was reading oh, Fauna's story. It was about she has a book about space. She loves space. We were reading about space, and she was like, "I just don't know if I want to be alive anymore because there's just too much fighting." And I was like, "What?" And she's mm. like, "Like soldiers and fighting." And I was like, "What is happening? Getting that from?" No. And she was like, "Why do soldiers do that? And why is there so much fighting?" I was like. Okay. I don't know what planet you're from. <laughs> Stop. Time to turn off the TV. Yeah. She doesn't watch. No. Like, I don't know. I was like, this is really weird. Or, and you have no idea where she brought the, got the soldiers from? Nope. Was no there idea. a storybook where there were soldiers? She's watching nope. CNN? I have no idea. We never have the news on. We barely ever turn our television on at all. Like, I don't She's know. She's listening to the podcast. Where, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. My dad. It's his fault. I don't know. But yeah, and I had to talk to her. Yeah, I had to talk to her about, we had this whole conversation about like, bad things happen in the world and you can't control what other people do but you can control how like your reaction to it and all this, this whole thing I say, oh. too, like it's got to be a weird because you're like you want to obviously talk her off the ledge of the yeah. soldiers and stuff but then yeah. like you don't want to explain too much of it yes. right? there's like a delicate into this. yeah and i was like mm-hmm. but talking about how you feel when you feel sad is important and she was like yeah i was like <clears throat> And she's four. I know. <laughs> I don't know. 48 hours. Only for 48 more hours. Yep, she'll be fine. You soaking this bad. all in, Andy? Got all this I stuff am. coming? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will be interesting to see. Away. It will be interesting to see what's going to happen with kids that have had to been... been be locked down and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see what if they're more, more anxious as yeah. Well, oh God, I, yeah. Yeah, I think sure. there's a certain age group, like six to twelve, during this. Like if they're in that age group during all this, I feel like it'll affect them. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's okay to go to school. No, it's not okay to go to school. Right. Remember, yeah, like, it's yeah. like the starting Everything, and then stopping. Yeah, of yeah exactly. Life. Like there's we have no continuity have for them at all. Kids on one side of our block that. They, there's these three boys that play together. The youngest is like five, and the oldest is probably like 13. There's just a whole group of them, and they all wear masks when they're playing outside. They'll be playing like basketball, and they all have, are still wearing masks. Outside. Yeah. I never got that. And I'm just I've like, never done it. I didn't even know we were supposed to do it. I've yeah, never worn it. And, and then there's us on the other side with like all the younger kids, and they're all just playing together with no masks. Like, there's that group of kids that graduated from what high school last year that were also the 9/11 babies. Oh, yeah, they, they, their life has been oh, yeah. but, oh, just yeah. chaos. But some of it, you look at, it's not like they have alternative. It, it, it's not like they saw life. Yeah. You know, they went to college yeah. and said, "Hey, college is a great time," and then they went to college and found out they, their yeah. life is their life, and so there's they can get told stuff, but. I don't yeah. Know how, but how in the end, how they're going to end up because of all this? Yeah. Well, and it depends you know, on how they, you know, like the in, Doom Generation. In all of Fawn's recital the other day, there were like 20, 25 dances that each had like an average of six 
kids in it, one girl had a mask on during the performance. And yeah, it's I like saw that, yeah. her. Like, think about her. Like, what her parents like. Nobody else in this entire performance, nobody in the audience is wearing a mask, but you mm-hmm. need to. Yeah. Like, that's. Yeah, I think that is probably what will mess with kids yes. more is not yes. the fact that they have to like live through the coronavirus, but then like it's how their parents yes. react to it. Or if it's like, yeah, if we go outside, we're Absolutely. all probably going to die if we don't have this mask on, yep. and now that kid is traumatized. Mm-hmm. How are all these people going to make up with all this stuff? Because I just seen a couple of things now. It looks like, um, you know, how everybody, people, when when Trump was still president, they started butting heads with him. I was trying to, I, I can't remember who it was, but they, you know, they're, they're budding. Now they got the same problem. Pelosi and AOC apparently are having a big problem because AOC, she's claiming is getting a lot. Pelosi's claiming that AOC is getting too much power and therefore she's dangerous, oh which is interesting. Huh? And I also don't, what are they going to do? And any one of you can respond to this. What are they going to do with the squad bad-mouthing Jews as much as they do? That Man, that makes me really uncomfortable. That's what's woke now, <clears throat> hating Israel. Yeah, but going after Jews, is that a really good idea? It was, not, it was only 70 years ago they were being massacred. I mean, it's well, a little I mean, touchy, don't you think? It would be really interesting if you could figure out why the tides turn the way they do in Washington. Yeah, you it, just, it would be real. It's interesting because you're just... I, it's got to well, be about some sort of money and power and alliances. It is, yeah. well, it's yeah. all, you know, when we're not privileged enough to know what our government's doing. Yeah. And, yeah. and when they complain about, like, AOC, like, oh, she has too much power. It's like, yeah. Well, the people that, in especially in politics, that are complaining about it, if you if they had her power, they wouldn't be like, oh, I have too much power now. I no. But she doesn't really have that much right. power anyway. She really, she really doesn't. Like, no. I mean, she's got a, a district in where is it? New York. Yeah, but I mean, is it like Brooklyn or something? Or mm-hmm. where? I think it? so. I, I yeah. think it is. Yeah, it's one of the boroughs. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the boroughs. So she didn't really have that much power right. anyway. But Pelosi, I notice is is kind of giving her short shrift because she's a little worried about how popular AOC is mm-hmm. with some people. Then I, you know, I, it just reminded me of that whole deal talking about the Jews the way they are now. When President Trump, like five years ago, was it Somalia? He referred to as a shithole. That was real. It's like, really? You really want to call it that? You're going after Somalis. Now they're going after the Jews. I mean, what are we, why are we doing this? I don't get it. Does anybody get it? I mean, pointing out that Somalia is a terrible place isn't exactly like a controversial opinion. No, but I'm talking about the the No one wants to live in Somalia. No, that's true. But you just can't say it publicly. Yeah, you're not allowed to say it, but everyone's thinking it. Well, it's been stable, I think, for a bit, right? Isn't it? Nobody lives there anymore. That's true. <laughs> yeah, nobody's there anymore. But I just, I, I wondered, it just makes, and again, I grew up in a, in a Catholic, black, and Jewish neighborhood, so when they go after Jews, it makes me really uncomfortable because, you know, I used to see old people on in front of Desnick Brothers, they still had the serial numbers tattooed on their arms. I mean, it, it had a big impact on me when I was a little kid. Well, but you also can't use something that happened that long ago as you can't say like, oh, you can't uh, critique anyone because something bad happened to their people a long time ago. That's no, that's, that's a big cause of all the problems in America right now that's is everyone's right. stuck in the past. Well, I remember my friend Sharon Maslow. Her mom was in a concentration camp, and I remember. Oh, yeah. I remember. So I was friends with Sharon probably in seventh or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I had heard none of this stuff. 
I mean, I knew that there was World War II. I knew all this stuff happened. I mean, my dad was, a, but he never talked about it. She, when I asked her what the tattoo was, and she told me some of the stuff that happened in the camps, oh, yeah. I didn't believe her. I know. I was like, oh, well, people yeah, cannot act like no. this. Oh my God, That's not possible for human beings to be this horrible oh, to yeah. each other. It's crazy. And I remember thinking, why would she say such a thing? And I thought she was crazy. And I went home and I said, Mrs. Maslow said blah, blah, blah. And my dad's like, yeah, that did happen. Ooh, and God. yes, I, he said, I was in a concentration camp. He liberated one. And yes, this is what happened. And I remember just being like, yeah. What's wrong with this world? That's, I mean, I was that's just what was absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I couldn't believe it. Right well, because like learning about the Holocaust in school, like you, like as a kid, you're like, okay, yep, this is a bad thing that happened, but it doesn't. Yeah. You, like, you well, don't they feel don't really, the yeah. impact of it. And then I watched like a Holocaust documentary a few years ago, and I was like, yeah. this is so much worse than what they How told us about. How can this be? How yeah. can it be? Yeah. Dan and I went to Dachau when we were in Ugh. Germany, and it was just like. Ugh. What? And Dachau wasn't even one of like the really horrible ones. It was like bad they didn't enough. they had it. Yeah, but I mean <laughs> bad it was, enough. But it was like they didn't they had a gas chamber but it was never used. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Um but just like the pictures of the people mm -hmm. and like where, oh, oh yeah, it was I, I was like right. And like to think like if something like that were attempted to be done today, like that would be just outrageous. Like the whole Holocaust is like, how did we get one whole how country that yeah. I know. let that happen? Like, it's, it's amazing how, ridiculous. I mean, I'm sure they never thought that would happen to them, and then it did. Right. I suppose that's true. I don't know. Like I said, I just don't understand why, why people want to take those those positions. It's a, it's very damning. Fear and, and hunger will do a lot of things to people. I guess. Yeah, and that it never, never happened. And political power, that's the other thing. Oh, I love We've gotten carried people away that say the Holocaust never, never happened. happened. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's really? right. Yeah. Oh, the Holocaust yeah. what, what, to what end? They wanted that? to take what it out of. Does that yeah. do they for wanted you. to take it out of school books and stuff because they say it never actually. What? Happened. Yeah. Yeah. They want to take it out of school books. Mm -hmm. So those guys, those old men and women in my neighborhood with, with the, the tattoos—that's just fake. They, they, they tattooed themselves. They did it they, to themselves yeah. exactly. Just like with the sewing needle and some ink in their bathroom. What I mean, yeah. look, I'm still pissed off at Steven Spielberg for putting that little girl in a red dress in that goddamn movie. <laughs> Made me so sad I couldn't even see. What? So you didn't Schindler's make out. List? I didn't make out during that. Never make out Schindler's List. Schindler's List. I uh, will uh, never watch. Yeah. No, I will. Oh no. God, Alex! I, don't I think watched you, you can't Boy watch in the Striped Pajamas, and I've uh, never yeah. been the same. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been the same. Yeah, it's quite the movie. No. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That mm. end. No. 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 <laughs> oh, that little girl comes walking down the street in that red dress. I'm like, oh, don't do this. Don't do it to me. Should have made out. I should have made out, man. Should grab Catherine and start making out. Anybody? I don't care. Anybody? That's a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't understand. Yeah. Seinfeld gets in trouble for making for making out during Schindler's List, and that becomes a big issue. And one of the people didn't like in the little group didn't like Schindler's List. Oh, okay. She thought it was a horrible movie, and everybody's like, "How can you not love this movie?" Horrible movie. Yeah, she's like, "Ugh, it was terrible. I hated that movie." Was it Leslie Nielsen? Was that Full Metal Jacket or what was it? When he was laughing, I think Leslie Nielsen. I think was in that, wasn't he? Was it Schindler's List? I think it was Schindler's List. Was he a? Officer? Yeah, because he didn't want, he, he thought 
Dude, you ready to go home? Or just licking the door. By the door, licking the door. And like, then looking at mom. He doesn't want to talk about war. He's like, I can't. Got to get out of here. about the Holocaust. He's going to start asking questions about soldiers. Yes, he's going to cry. Sorry, are we upsetting you? Poor dude. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I really wish people would calm down with it. Just take. We're going to take an entire group of people and we're going to condemn all of them. I mean, it's never worked ever in history. Have people ever changed? Been doing this since the dawn of time. But I totally know why Fawn was asking about soldiers. Because oh, of Grandma's too. burial, we were at Fort oh, Snelling. Yeah, and right. there was, oh. they did a 21-gun salute. Yeah, they did. And I was like, oh, you'll probably hear some gunshots because we're doing 21-gun salute because people that were buried here were soldiers. And, the, and so I think that that. Oh, so did she think it. they all died from being shot? No, I just, it's okay. like, I was like, Grandma's getting buried here because great-grandpa fought in the war, he was a soldier, and so they're mm. going to be together here, yeah, and all this sense. stuff. And then there was this, oh my god, it was so it's funny cute. funny what they absorb. You know, you know, you and it took, them. like, two weeks for her to yeah. get next back you, to it. Next time you talk to her about it, go, yeah, your, your grandfather, uh, your great-grandfather uh, fought in the war, and a matter of fact, he liberated a... Concentration camp. He's only 11 years older than you are right now. What do you think of that? I know. So <laughs> like, what? Get your life together. Yeah. 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 Get your life together, will you? Fawn. Wow. Are you ready 16 to go years old. I know. It's incredible how oh. you have a different time still back a then. a child. Look at 16-year-olds. Yeah. I could even imagine at 16. No. If they were like, Tevin, you have to go overseas and fight. You Guys, you might as well just. I, I got a better bit of information about that whole joining up you? that young. I, I, we all were told that he lied to get in, and apparently right. there was some sort of a program uh, for 16 year olds to join to do officer training. Yeah, oh yeah. But then There's the war was out. getting so bad they needed they needed soldiers, hmm. so they shut the program down. Oh, okay. Just added everybody in. Yeah. So as he, he didn't lie. Apparently, he did not. So he lied about lying. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know what? Is he, who's lying? <laughs> I, with, five, lying? with five siblings, you never know what's right. really true. Right. You know, right. somebody makes something up, that's and then point. it's the truth. You know, because that's how you heard it. Imagine being twenty years old and the eighteen-year-old officer shows up and starts telling you. Let me just tell you something. No, <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't sound like a good program. <laughs> But yeah. 16 is not officer age, believe me. Well, it was supposed to be a three-year training program. Still, they're 19 because when you, they show up. I know, yeah, I know. Because you, well, they probably yeah. weren't making it past, you know, a certain age anyway. That is so, true. That's true. I mean, yeah. To tell I you the truth, it, is true. it was that bad. Hmm. I would imagine, but I, I can't even imagine seeing all those dead bodies in the ditches at 16 years old. Yeah. Oh, well, that's why they don't, they don't talk about it. No, I mean, not at all. All those yeah. guys who nope. were in Iwo yeah. well, Jima. And, he was yeah. almost 17 when he got into North Africa. They were fight, he was, he was <laughs> fighting in North Africa before they marched up to Germany. No, he couldn't drink, couldn't vote, and he's over there. Right. I know. Which is such a... Like that's probably one of the most ass backwards things. Yeah. Yeah. You can't vote, but you can die for your yeah. country. Yeah. I know. Well, I mean, technically, you couldn't die for your country, but then they were like, "Let's just pretend that this rule doesn't exist for the time yeah. being." Because technically, you're not uh, supposed to be balls. able to become an infantryman until you're 18. Oh, but the age, yeah. Then they were like, "Just New kidding." Spin on infantry. Well, they just need, they needed so many people because it was such a gigantic war. Yeah, it sure <laughs> was. Couldn't drink at 18 then. I don't. 
Could Back I don't, then, I think I you could. I don't think North Dakota had big laws. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they still don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah not a lot of big laws. <laughs> that's, a <laughs> different, that's a different issue. I don't think anyone cared yeah. about what the law It's probably like Wisconsin be. where it was yeah. like, if you're with your parents, yeah, we'll like, let you drink yeah, and not exactly. Well, even like in California up in Napa Valley, I was, what, 19? And they were like, well, another San, Magnum, oh sir. Yeah. Even in San Francisco. And I was like, these people The wait staff would come to the table and they would look over the table and they would say, so is everyone over 21 here good yeah and then they, they would just, just pour pouring the wine they had a don't oh ask God. don't tell policy they didn't about. care about so ridiculous yeah, they that were very very yeah, yeah loose with the <laughs> drinking or, or felon gong yeah. what was it called again or felon gong felon gong that's what <laughs> was the name of the restaurant it was a very weird name and i'll Felina. never it's remember named after it. a little island out in the uh, yeah. in the bay i don't remember but i can't remember the name of the island a lot of birds on the island i know that I but I can't remember that. It was a really good restaurant. Who knows if it's still there? That was Andy a long time ago. Andy and Alex were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> what time are we going to have That's half not dessert. what happened. Yeah, so I did not drink hammered. very much. Oh Alex passed out. You yeah. were both hammered. Crying. They get on Twitter 15 years old. Start threatening people. Yeah, I, <laughs> about that thing. I don't Andy get sloppy internet. drunk. I get really loud and then yes, I'm like, I'm done with this. She shouts. Yeah, I get really, really. why are you yelling? In my head. I'm like, you're being really loud. <laughs> you're being so loud. But it just, I keep yelling. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home now. It all That's works it. out in the end. That's yeah. all I know. So all I have to say, did you figure out the name of the island yet? I'm I'm right doing home. Italian okay, restaurants in go with weird names. I will go on my Facebook too, because I have pictures like Falun Gong or Falun or Falun Gong is a new age Chinese religion. So okay, never mind. It's not that. That's Probably not. That. It's something, 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 something. Well, we could take a break here. You guys can look at it, and then we'll come back, and then Kostaki Economopolis will come on with us. What do you think of that action? Sure. Okay. Something. Like we'll be back. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate, and when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. Hey, it's Tom again for my good friends at Profile by Sanford. I'm all in with my profile journey, and I'm happy to tell you that I've lost weight and I'm keeping it off. So what's the secret to my success? One word, coaching. 
I have the best. Danette has been amazing. Profile, it's not just, weight loss is not just about one thing. You know, it's about putting all of your unique pieces together and really help you reach and maintain your healthy goals. Makes total sense. And it's not hard. Kelly pointed that out. Even you could do it, Tom. I remember you saying that. (laughs) Well, I had faith in you. I knew that uh, you would really love this program. I knew you would really do well on this program. I knew your history with with other programs. And Mm -hmm. like Danette said, what we do is not a one-size-fits-all program. Um, And we are really, really interested in what's going to work for the individual for the long term. Profileplan.com for a location near you. Oh, and mention promo code KQRS for a special discount. Profileplan.com. That's profileplan.com. You look like you'd have been Andy's mother. And we're back with the Tom Bernard Show. We found out the name of the restaurant. We we were talking about a restaurant in San Francisco. Jellyfish in Feral Feralon. It was really good. That's the one where they allowed our children to drink. It's called Feralon. And Alex just found a picture, Mm -hmm. a photo of themselves at that restaurant, and they look like babies. No, I look like Andy's mom. No, yeah. (laughs) Look like Andy's mom. You guys have kind of a mom. Okay. Alex looks like a. Middle-aged white woman. Baby Andy. Yeah. Now meet middle-aged. Wow. (laughs) Nice hair combo glass look. Yeah. I looked extremely young. Yeah, you looked super young. Until I was like 25. And I've always been 35 my whole life, basically. (laughs) Me too. Fairalon. Fairalon. So it's Fairalon. Fairalon Isle. What year is that? Oh, 07. This is 07. another restaurant we're drinking. Mm. Okay, there were okay, two so restaurants. Such great parents. They, they well, literally had like an inch pour. I was like months from 21 anyway. Yeah, because it, it was August 07. August 2007. Yeah, I was yeah. two months away from 21, so... Yeah. Honest to God, the first time we ever went to Napa, Catherine and I went to Napa. Your mom and I went to Napa in 1982, I think it was. Could be. And we're standing at the... Uh, in the vineyard, or at the building in the vineyard, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy says, I, you know, I really appreciate you coming in, but I, I have to make sure everybody's off the premises by 4.30. What's that? Do you sleep on the plane with your mouth hanging open? That's when he did about 14 quaalazepams or whatever it is a little heavier about this. <laughs> Just I was a little heavier. A bottle of wine yeah. and twelve quaaludes to get on an airplane. <laughs> At least a, yeah. Leave me alone. That's how Tom used to fly. That's how he <laughs> rolls. <laughs> yeah. What is a quaalude? Or, I don't know. I, like like I know a Xanax. Xanax. Xanax and wine. That's how he used to do. Oh my God! The precursor to Xanax. Okay. It's me, but it's you, but it's me. Hmm. This is really interesting for the audio people. But that's there. me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, you, can looks... send, you can send these photos to right. Cassie, that's and she can put them on. Yeah, that's true. It looks a lot like Facebook yeah. if you want to see that. No doubt about that's it. Hilarious. We have, is Doc, you on the phone? 
Kostaki Economopolis. Roger. Right, what I love about this podcast is that one of the biggest names in the history of uh, modern American radio just comes on and his family just gives him a hard time. That's all they do to me. Suddenly they blast the hell out of me. Who wants to listen to us being nice to him? Yeah, Nobody. That, that no. is Two hours is not Magic. entertaining. <laughs> What do you mean you agree? Yeah, ass kissing for two hours would be it's boring. Fun. It's fun. Well, it's, it's fun not to the hear kind you of thing rip the bar. I can do. You know, I'm not the guest, but the family can say whatever they want. Exactly. That's how it works. Yeah, nobody gives you a hard time. Nobody does ever. <laughs> no, never. So never if you ever happens. get up to San Francisco, you got to go to Farallon. Yeah, yep. phenomenal. Bring the kids. <laughs> yeah, they'll let them take it five. Five or Everybody six, they'll be able to drink. Yeah. Pond and Sage would be having Your kid will need the sippy cup. <laughs> God, remember that was a trip also where get on the, uh, the not the subway, what's that, the BART? Cable car? Cable no, car? it's not. A, it's a train. It's the, it's the, the okay, gondola? Say the train. Gondola? The Bay Area Rapid Transit or whatever. The thing that, yeah, yeah. yeah, BART. Yeah, BART. Yeah. Remember? And we're getting on. And the door starts closing. I look out, and Andy's still outside the train. <laughs> I what? literally go through. Is anyone surprised that Andy wouldn't know what was going on? Uh, I didn't know I had to step on the train to ride the train. to get on the train to ride the train. Home alone moment. Hand this to Kevin. Hand this to Kevin. I don't think I'd ever been on a train before that point. I was younger than you, and I figured it out. I managed to get on the train. And also, like, the rest of the family gets on the train. Maybe I should follow them I literally had to go through. Through the closing door, grab him and yank him on the train. Otherwise, he'd have been there by himself. Lost a shoe. God, unbelievable! I'll never forget it. Yeah, those are the, those are the parent nightmares. I did that once with an elevator and like a two-year-old. It was horrific. Oh, it's it's very scary. No doubt about it. Oh, she didn't get. We were on, on the. We lived on the fifteenth floor in uh, in New York, and so we get on the elevator. The doors close, and the two-year-old is outside. Whoops! So I push the button quick for the fourteenth floor, and I jump off, and I run upstairs and she's just standing right where I left her. Thank oh, God. Crying. Oh, God. Just, just gut crying. Dad, you like, oh. abandoned me. Oh. That and happened you, at our <laughs> wedding. A kid got on the elevator and like just took a ride on the elevator. Jackie. No, Gemma. Gemma. Yeah. You always heard the children on. This is parenting advice. Yeah. Heard just them on first. You first. When yeah. the trains, elevators. Everything. <laughs> heard them on. When the boys were little, we took them to one of the county fairs. I don't remember if it was Hennepin or Anoka or one of those. Then a giant blow up Homer, Homer thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there watching. These kids are all going in the Homer mouth, but they're not coming out. It's like, what's what? going on? So what had happened was they had messed up the air on the thing, and it was closing mm. in, so these kids were all trapped. <laughs> so I had to go over the ass, oh my open it, God. Open, and let all these kids out. You're like, and they're all like, tra- yeah. oh, God. <laughs> air. These kids are all trapped in there because they can't get back out. They're just going in. Nice so, management. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I get the old pushing the door open thing going. Whoa, so, oh, yikes. Yeah. Colonoscopy with 50 kids. (laughs) (laughs) Polyps. Wow. God. (laughs) So what's the latest with you? Well, I'm fully vaccinated. Nice. uh, I'm still wearing my mask because I'm afraid of getting Tebow mania. (laughs) I don't want that. That's Tim Tebow. That's a serious disease, Tebow mania. It can bring you to your knee, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. I get it. 
Is he still? Tim Tebow this week has the number one selling jersey in yep, the NFL. He does. He does. Oh, yep. Really? It's stupid. Yep. He's, he's going to be a tight end with the. Yeah. Well, he's not going to make it. But no. He's I a didn't tight know end. He was even <laughs> playing for the, for the, He came back to be a tight end. Then he'll be a coach by the regular he's season. Signed a contract. Uh, we'll the Jaguars. Huh. Huh. Number one selling jersey. The only response to that is Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. I wonder, I wonder if there's much sales of jerseys at, during this time period, though. You know, it's, it's before yeah. Yeah. preseason, so you don't have the rookies yet. Everybody's, you know, bought their Brady jerseys for the year. So, you know, right. it's... Okay, Brady you know, jerseys. I had to throw them out there just because Kostaki yeah. was feeling too comfortable. <laughs> the weird thing, uh, Tebow's jersey number, did you see it? It's uh, John 316. Boy, <laughs> really gonna. Uh, there's three sixteen with the carry. Yeah, I can hear it. I can hear it. Do they have three digit jersey no. numbers? No, I didn't think hundred so. in the no. World Football League. Oh, did they? Yeah, but yeah, it's usually like the spinoff, like XFL leagues, where they'll mm. put their yeah. nicknames uh, on the back. Yeah. Jesse Ventura. Maybe the three Stooges had four digits, three or four digits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jesse Ventura. Before he was the governor, we had a we had a some kind of. I was commenting on a uh, charity hockey game, mm-hmm. and Jesse was playing uh, in the hockey game, and he was wearing jersey number 100, and I said, why are you wearing the number 100? And he said, because that's one better than Gretzky. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, then. Is that where you had the hat trick? Yes. Where they threw the chapeaus on the they ice. They threw the chapeaus. I'm, I'm, I'm playing, Vince, and they throw these chapeaus on the ice. <laughs> chapeaus, pardon me. <laughs> Jesse, what a piece of work. Now, Kostaki, i got to ask you before you launch here, what the hell are the Packers going to do with Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he skipped, he's skipping all the team's activities. He's oh. fighting with the owners. He doesn't want to go back. Really? What are you going to do with this guy? Talk about gratitude. I know. That's the biggest offseason story. And there's oh, a bunch yeah. of big ones this year. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones yep. might get traded, right? Yeah. Yeah. Next week, right? Isn't, uh, June 1st. June 1st, yeah. So next week he'll end up someplace probably. Really? Yeah, he just he just came out and said he know. wants out now. Well, wasn't he wearing a uh, a Cowboys jersey last oh, week on Twitter? That's not good. Yeah, oh. yeah, but he did say that he never even thought of going. The Cowboys are a terrible fit. They've got they have too many wide receivers already. Right, sure but just, if you uh, start wearing a jersey of another team, yeah, it's not a good look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. I agreed. And then apparently he said, you know. Publicly, he wants out. He wants to go somewhere to win. Yeah, I don't think it's fair that players are allowed to leave, but not the fans. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, didn't he rip Matt uh, Ryan last week? Also, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah, I oh, think I so. I think he said a couple of I things disparaging. And, and I haven't seen the clip, but apparently Shannon Sharp, who's on a Fox Sports has some talk show, called yeah. him on his cell phone while he was on air, and did Julio he? Jones like aired out a bunch of really like, dirty laundry for the Falcons. Ooh, so I have to check out the clip, but yeah, they not looking good. Kostaki's team, apparently, mm-hmm. they're total bastards. That's what I hear. He's a great, he's a great player, but he's very expensive, and they've got. Giant well, also been hurt a lot lately. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah, he gets hurt more than Adele. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Adele. <laughs> now Tebow's number is eighty-five. Yeah, thinking is that the percentage chance he's cut this summer? <laughs> <laughs> that's not very nice, now is it? Uh. <laughs> so on all pro lines, we did a uh, we did a fill in the blank. The best thing about having Tim Tebow on your football team is blank. 
So guys are chiming in. Uh, these are some of my favorite answers. The best thing about having Tebow on your football team, your team literally always has a prayer. That's nice. Uh, see, that's good. Very good. If, if he commits a penalty, you just forgive him. Uh, clean pee for the drug test for the good players. Uh-huh. <laughs> clean pee. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> you can finally trust a teammate with your wife. See, that's good. Yeah, that's true. Very good. If he misses some blocks, he can just say he's using the rhythm method. (laughs) (laughs) Catherine has a quizzed look on her. I'm not sure how that meshes, but okay. (laughs) Well, hit or miss the rhythm method. Hit or miss. You got a bunch of kids, right, Catherine? Two. A bunch. A bunch. A load of two. (laughs) A brood. A gaggle of kids. Uh, the team saves money because you can turn water into Gatorade. See that? <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Side hustle. Did, did you That's see the clever. Twins put Gatorade on a player yesterday? No. Yeah, what during one of the know? interviews because they won a game, the Twins. Because they won, oh, they yeah, won three in the last yeah. terrible. Have they won any games? <laughs> yeah, Yay! Not many, but We've yeah. done it at last. Yeah. Look at us. Three out of their last five they've won, but <laughs> To celebrate the small victories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, uh, a lawsuit claims the Giants organization has a culture of violence and intimidation. You see, the Falcons would never be accused of that. Uh, no. Their, their so, defense in particular has a culture of welcome conciliation. See, that's very different. <laughs> it is. So the inner, the inner squad or the actual football team? It was apparently the some of the the organization, not the players. Huh. Like, yeah, there was some uh, violence and intimidation amongst the uh, the staff. Hmm. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's a very it's it's past tense. Apparently, this was like a few years back, so now there's a lawsuit about it. Um, yeah, a bunch of weird news in the NFL. All right, I I want to pivot to a different story. If you guys pivot. are up for it, I have pivot. a story about me. As a 13-year-old boy, a little reveal here. You ready for this? Oh, God. Yep, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. When I was in middle school, I've never really told anybody this before, and I told my wife this, and she could not stop laughing. So I thought, ah, maybe there's something here I could talk about on stage. Uh, When I was in middle school, I had a recurring fantasy about hooking up with my English teacher, Miss Casey. But I knew even then that it was inappropriate. So this is true. The fantasy was that we were forced to perform various sexual acts with each other at gunpoint. What? <laughs> Jesus. I guess so What's that she was morally off the hook, you know what I mean? And of course, secretly, she liked it. Uh, <laughs> Naturally. How back, old just, were you? I, I was 13. I was in eighth grade. Did you go to therapy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who held the gun? Checked out. That's what I like. It. Very good question. Or was the gun a metaphor? <laughs> so a person with a right. gun would find a middle school kid and mm-hmm. make him have sex with his teacher right. and watch right. it. What's his story? Yeah. That's like some, some pedophilia loophole. Yeah. Right? Like, it's so weird. He kept coming to the school to kidnap me and the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Kostaki. You somehow managed to make There's... yourself not the most deprived person in the middle school fantasy. <laughs> There's a lot of material here, Kostaki. Yeah. There's a lot. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Especially for a psychologist. For a psychologist. My wife, I realized we would go back to his place, which is even more terrible. Like, why did we try to escape? 
And then I realized, I don't want to escape. I'm the one who invented this guy, so this whole thing would happen. Like, I'm not going to sabotage my heavily armed wingman. Imagine uh, testifying at trial. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the lawyer pops out. <laughs> it's not my fault. I was held at gunpoint by Kostaki Economopoulos. Oh, yeah. No, no, I didn't have the gun. I was an innocent, uh, I was an innocent victim in this story. Mm. It was a third party. Can you imagine this guy in a gun shop? Like, what are you looking for? I don't know. Like a teacher bang a bill. Wow. I'm glad I'm not scarred from this. Like, every time I see a gun, I get a woody. <laughs> can't watch a cop show. can't talk about the Second Amendment. It's funny because as a grown-up, I have no moral issues with prostitution. We actually talked about this on the show a few weeks ago. Like, I just would never do it because it undermines the whole point of sex, which is the other person is into it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And yet mm-hmm. my first recurring fantasy, the woman is held in <laughs> He's in grade school, so the guy tells him to do something that has to explain to him what you have to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's right. Holding a gun, coaching you through your first sexual no, experience. You don't do it that way. My wife said it's so me. It could be that I fought off a dozen, and then she was attracted to me because I was a hero. No, there's a gun here, you have to be suave. Or... And it's such a pre-Columbine, naive daydream that a gunman would come to school for something fun, you know? Uh, for something fun. <laughs> <laughs> This is a weird time. So, like, were other kids there? No, 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 no other kids. No other kids. School would pick us up and take us back to his place. (laughs) Okay. It's it's so weird. I just want to grab the thirteen-year-old me and go, dude. It's a fantasy. You can do whatever you want. You just have a slightly different moral structure instead of bringing in a third party with a gun. (laughs) Right. Like, it's a fantasy. She could swoop it on a magic carpet with two vaginas and a twin. It could be anything. Like, why? What? It would be wrong for her to do, you know. (laughs) This does not I'm stuck on the, it would be wrong for her, so she has to be forced to do it. He's Greek. He's Greek. (laughs) Gotta remember. Uh, so Greeks have had weird parent-teacher relationships for thousands of years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. Very good point. Aristotle, that's yeah. Funny insight. It's yeah, a good point. Such so, you have a mustache. <laughs> God. <laughs> Gross. Be a good solution to my other problems now as a grown-up. Just bring a gun, you know. Uh-huh. Texas, Steckler's. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> we don't know what to do with it, but. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it either. Yeah. There so there's got to be a bit that you tell on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like. It's got to be, right? I got to I gotta go on stage. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot here. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot, lot here. <laughs> it's an entire set, definitely. I can't wait to get back on stage, like in a real situation. You are soon, aren't uh, you? Acme in mid-July. July 7th through 10 at Acme in Minneapolis. So is that, are you going to start there or are you going to be in other places before there? I have one other gig between now and then that's like a legit two or three show kind of gig. So I will be, I will be running the Miss Case story and see how it goes in front of the actual audience. Well, I will tell you what, your 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 first appearance at Acme happens to be on Catherine and my anniversary, mm-hmm. July 7th. Is that right? Wow. Is that, there's not a 
better way to celebrate a long than avoiding marriage than economy. Economy. <laughs> yeah, it's a good it's a good date night comedy. We're out of a, I think we're out of town for that month. Yeah, out of town. <laughs> <laughs> and if they weren't, they are now. Yeah. So, do you think you'll go in with a whole new set? My current plan is to do an entirely different hour from before the pandemic. Nice. Because mm. that's, that's been now, the split. Some yeah. comedians yeah. that are like, be, yeah. I saw this two years ago. Road. Do, do you it's get gonna it? It's going to be bumpy. I'll say, are you worried? I'm going to try to commit and do it and do no jokes from the before time. See if I can do it as a, like, as a reset. I think that's a really good idea. Mm. Because it's not like, you know, you guys haven't had time to write some new stuff. That's no. true. I've done great writing, but I haven't. A lot of the work of being a comic is during the shows, and I haven't mm-hmm. had any of that. So, oh, that's true. It's going to take some doing, you know, mm-hmm. to get there. So we'll see. I'm, that's my goal. I'm not sure I'm going to make it, Michael, but that's the goal. What What percentage of your audience is returning people? You think? Twelve. That's 13%. a great question too. It probably varies wildly from situation to situation. If I go somewhere where they know me for radio. Some of those hardcore fans will come back over and over and over. Okay. Which um, means they've seen it or they've seen a lot of it. Right. So you, you do want to turn stuff over, which I do pretty pretty good pace anyway. But if I if I can, I like this model of George Carlin style. Like I tape the HBO special, all that's gone, I'm starting mm-hmm. over. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to go back to having audience members read your jokes? <laughs> That was a one-time experiment. You were a very gracious uh, volunteer. You were a gracious volunteer. I did a, I did a, uh, a little football segment where I did a bunch of football jokes. And then after the show, I had Michael and like several other people in Acme uh, read the jokes for a video. It was just kind of a fun thing to see somebody else do the jokes. And uh, Michael volunteered. He was great. He was great. I found the, the best clip from that uh, experiment was after one of the late-night shows, there were these two guys who were hammered in the parking lot, <laughs> and they could barely read. And I had them like do a couple of jokes, but they were so badly done, it was hilarious. And one of them had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny in Minneapolis anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true too. Don't talk yeah. about guns in Minneapolis. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no. Yeah. You might not want to bring mm-hmm. the gun. Not yet. Too to soon. Minneapolis, yeah. Maybe in five years. Yeah. I don't know. I was just an innocent boy. I was just <laughs> learning about sexuality. Yeah, hold it against me. I would never do that now. I don't. Even, I don't want a gun. I wouldn't even. Have, I'm afraid of uh, pepper spray. Like certainly not running around with a gun. Candy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> True that. <laughs> True that. Well, I'm going to take the kid to the park here. I'm, I'm assigned to the next couple hours. That's nice. a good plan, man. Take the kid. There's nothing better than watching a little kid play at a park. They're ecstatic to be there. Is everything open? That's true. Can you go do stuff without a mask? Are you? What's going yeah, on in LA? Yeah, yeah. The the anything outside here is pretty pretty. Everyone's kind of back to normal for anything outside. Okay. Um, they do request that you wear a mask at the park, but. You're not near anybody most of the time. Right. So I usually, like, have a gator around my neck and pull it up when it sort of feels appropriate. But otherwise, it's, uh, we're all right. We're outside. All right. Go enjoy your family, pal. Thanks, guys. We'll talk soon. Talk soon. Take care. That is going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Another Monday where we got so much done. Didn't we? Yes, we mm-hmm. did. Is he snoring again? No, no he, he went. Was,
Because he knows the podcast is over. Oh, my God. That's going to do it. Talk to you tomorrow with the family.